once again, welcome back to Local News Live. We thank you so much for joining us today uh, with your afternoon. Now, I am joined right now by WOIO, Cleveland, Ohio, investigative reporter Sarah Goldenberg. And uh, we're getting ready to talk about some really cool stuff here. I'm a big fan of podcasts, particularly true crime podcasts, unsolved mystery podcasts. And I'm sure there are tons of people out there that are. Well, Sarah and her team uh, are, have launched a new po a podcast called The Dark Side of the Land, uh, where they're doing just that. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. So uh, tell us and a little so bit about the working... podcast here and kind of what you guys were thinking about uh, as you uh, decided to launch this new, uh, this new show. Yeah, absolutely, Clay. We're very excited about this project. We've been working really hard on this. And right now we have several um, podcast episodes out focusing on high profile cases, but also some lesser known cases, some true crime cases that have been solved, some that are unsolved. And what's different and unique about this project that we're doing that I think you'll find in our true crime podcast is this is done by reporters who are out on the street, who have spoken to these detectives, who have spoken to these victims' families. And so we offer that behind the scenes perspective that you may not find every everywhere, you know, when you tune into these true crime podcasts, and we're very excited about them. Now, obviously, um, a lot of these cases are probably centered around the Cleveland area there, but again, when you talk about these true crime stories and these unsolved mysteries, that really has a lot of national attention most of the time, at least in my opinion. It absolutely does. And some of these stories have been on the national stage, like the three women who were abducted in a Cleveland neighborhood and who escaped. So some of these cases you may have heard of, some of them you may not have. But again, I think no matter where you live, you'll find um, very interesting common themes in some of these cases that you might find in other parts of the country. You guys are releasing a new episode here uh, every week, I believe on Wednesdays. I believe that's correct. Um, and we, so we just missed the one this week, but this story this week, you worked, uh, very closely with, uh, with this story. So tell us a little bit about this story for this week. And, uh, and then I know you have a little bit to show us too. That's right. This is a cold case from 40 years. It has been unsolved. It's the case of Kurt Sova. He's a 17-year-old who went missing after he went to a party around Halloween back in 1981. He was last seen outside of this party house. A child, uh, one of the friends who was there went to get him a coat, and when he came back with that coat, Kurt was gone. He was missing for five days and no one knew where he was until he ended up being found dead in a ravine. And so detectives have worked on this. His family is still looking for answers. And as you can imagine, as time passes, it gets harder and harder to solve these cases. It's a decades-old right, cold case that stumped detectives. When Newburgh Heights police reopened the case in 2019, Kurt's brother was hopeful he'd finally get answers but it's been a roller coaster ever since. It's a case we've been covering closely over the years. From Cleveland to Chicago, when hundreds of citizen detectives came together two years ago to try to crack the case through crowdsourcing. Here's an excerpt from the podcast when I talked to Kurt's brother, Kevin. On October 28, 1981, Kurt's body was found in a ravine five days after he went missing, just 500 yards away from the party house on Harvard Ave off a busy industrial back road. Back then and today, 
Truckers drive a bumpy road in and out to get to a waste and recycling center. It's not a remote area. It's pretty well-traveled, full of tall grass and weeds and sitting below a steep drop with houses hidden by the woods up above. Kurt was lying face up in what investigators called a small pond, more like a large puddle of water. His arms were stretched out and he was missing a shoe. Our worst possible fear, nightmare, happened. They found Kurt dead and life was never the same. Where Kurt was found was just over a mile from his own family's house. This day still haunts Kevin, now in his early 60s. Did he die here? Was he placed here? Kevin tells us what he thinks really happened to his brother. And we reveal new details on how police tracked down leads after reopening the case and who they ruled out as suspects. Sarah Goldenberg, 19 News. And so, Sarah, obviously with that story uh, coming out here just yesterday, uh, you had mentioned that police recently reopened this case um, and we hear that they've got more eyes on it and, and kind of in a pretty unique way. Yeah, absolutely. The biggest question about this case has always been, was this a murder or was this an accidental death? And police have called it suspicious over the years. Well, in 2019, Newburgh Heights police decided to reopen this case, saying that the original investigation back in 1981 was flawed. In fact, they didn't think it could have any criminal elements, so they really didn't treat it very seriously. So they decided, hey, let's reopen this case, and we're going to go outside of the box and try to figure out how to get more eyes on it. Well, first, what they did is they had some local university students majoring in criminology take a look at this case. Then from there, they were actually lucky enough to get it on the national stage at CrowdSolve, which was presented by CrimeCon. And which it, what it is, is it's basically a true crime conference. So about 300 citizen detectives met in February of 2020 in Chicago, where they were actually able to look at the full case file, where police were there, the victim's family was there, and they were able to examine this case from a totally different perspective. And since you brought up CrowdSolve, what, what came from CrowdSolve? Did police uh, really gain any knowledge from that? They had some different and new ideas that they were able to look at from CrowdSolve, as well as some of their own theories that they decided to track down. And the biggest thing that came out of it is they decided, you know, we're not going to solve this case through science. We're going to solve this case by talking to people who are at that party all the way back in 1981. So they tried to track those people down. They gave them polygraphs to try, try to rule out potential suspects. And they kind of went from there. But again, as you can imagine, you know, all of this time has passed. Some people who were at the party had actually passed away. Some were in prison. It was very hard for them to reach some of these people. Um, and in the end, they really wound up hitting a brick wall, um, which was very hard because they had high hopes and they worked very hard. They said they followed every lead they possibly could. They say the case is not closed, but unfortunately, it is definitely still cold. Um, and Sarah, obviously, the other aspect of this is uh, Kurt's family. And you, you mentioned Kurt's uh, brother, Kevin, uh, and you've been checking in with him routinely throughout all of this. Uh, you know, what has it been like for him? 
Yeah, we have. We've been checking in with Kevin since they reopened the case. We were with him in Chicago for CrowdSolve and with him again as the 40-year anniversary came up. He is actually the only surviving member of his immediate family. His parents passed away. His other two brothers passed away since died. And so he is the only one around to keep the case alive and to hopefully find answers one day. And as you can imagine, this has really been a roller coaster with him getting his hopes up and then down and going through all of this with the national attention on it to only kind of feel like he's back right where he started. But he is very, very thankful for all of the people who have cared so much about this case and who continue to try to solve it. The case reopened. Obviously, I'm sure police are um, welcoming any leads or tips or anything about this case. Is there a way that uh, folks that might be watching this right now uh, can get that information to uh, police there? Yeah, absolutely. They can call uh, Cuyahoga County Crime Stoppers and all of that information. Um, they can report anonymous tips, all of that information we have on Cleveland19.com when you look up this podcast and this case. But absolutely, any tips out there are very much appreciated. Going back to the podcast, uh, other than the website, are there other ways for people to tune into the podcast each week? There are. We would love for people to sub subscribe and listen. We're on most major um, podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Google Play, um, Amazon's Audible. So you can find us in many places, as well as, again, cleveland19.com. It'll link you directly to SoundCloud and some of the other sources where we have this podcast. All right. Again, that's WOIO investigative reporter Sarah Goldenberg. She is from the uh, Cleveland, Ohio area. And if you're just now tuning in, you're on the tail end of this uh, story here. But uh, basically, WOIO has launched a podcast called Dark Side of the Land, where they are diving into uh, true crimes and unsolved cases across the Cleveland, Ohio area. And of course, uh, but if you're a podcaster listener like most of us are, especially road trips, things like that, uh, they've got you covered here with some very interesting stories that are going on out of their area. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us today and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you very much. All right. All right, guys. Uh, well, that's going to do it here for this segment. Again, if you want to listen to the latest episode of Dark Side of the Land, you can head over to uh, cleveland19.com or you can basically just search it because that's what I did on my phone. You can search it on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, Dark Side of the Land, and all of their episodes are there and uh, free and available for you to listen to.